Welcome to Bridging the Gap. I'm your host, Marianne Rose. You are about to embark on a relevant and timely journey of thought with registered psychologist, Dr. Cyrus Dirksen. Thank you for tuning in and expect to be enlightened right now. Hey, Marianne. Good to see you today. It's good to see you too. Thanks. So today is the first day of this time of year that it's snowing. Mm. (laughs) There are some flakes falling. Yeah, and that's okay, but Mm -hmm. it's weird. (laughs) Seasons change. Mm -hmm. And are we prepared? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's such a thing, eh, to kind of brace yourself for a whole new season, a whole new reality. The cold, the snow, there's all kinds of fun with that and kind of challenges as well. It's funny because a lot of people have been saying lately they've been feeling sleepy and Mm. they don't know why. Mm. And I'm like, well, it's hibernation season. (laughs) That's why. The season of sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The days are getting shorter, Mm. so the nights last longer, so it leads to this sleepy incubation Mm. period in a way i love winter for that reason because Mm -hmm. it's a slow down time it seems my wife is all about when how do you say it huga i don't think i'm saying i think she would correct me but it's something like that it's like this huga thing i think it's like northern european and it's all about cuddles and blankets and candles and cozy i think is probably the best translation although it doesn't nearly capture it all of the different things so my family goes around Oh, that's so Huga, and it's all about getting all the winter stuff out. Oh, I Mm -hmm. love that. And that's a really neat thing. It leads well into our topic today about delayed gratification. Mm. As you think about winter and the season slowing down, Mm. delaying Mm. perhaps, not the word that associates with hibernation necessarily, but it's a season. Sometimes Mm. it's an emotional season, and we have a combination of what's happening in the physical to what's happening in the world Mm -hmm. conditions and experiences that we have going on and so I wanted to talk about what it is to be what was the word you used Huga impulsive I don't know impulsive Mm. yeah (laughs) it's a quick fix impulsive versus the slow Mm. setting of a fire for the winter but impulsiveness And being used to doing things quickly Mm -hmm. isn't really super healthy. It usually means that it has to be re-dealt with. Mm. Yeah, a kind of a band-aid solution, something that it's like, okay, we're going to fix this for now, but you're probably going to have to open it all up and do it again. Mm -hmm. And it may even be harder next time. Kind of having to reset the bone after it's been set improperly. To have that shallowness to it, it's like, well, we'll just deal with this and break later. I remember one time I had a break in my exhaust pipe in my first car and I fixed it with duct tape. <laughs> I think it got me halfway where I was going. I don't know. <laughs> a quick fix. Yeah. Only halfway. I don't think it made it all the way. All of a sudden my car was very loud again. It didn't take very long. And yeah, we kind of try to do these things. We try to kind of manage things for these you know short periods and maybe sometimes we need to but oftentimes we need to take the time to do it properly yeah a lot of things require proper attention Mm. people can get themselves into we've heard this term microwave mentality Mm. Mm -hmm. or of course 
social media has that where it's scrolling through mm. instead of sitting and deeply pondering mm-hmm. a message, a wonderful speech. It's mm. like, oh, that lasted longer than two minutes. <laughs> That's so long now. <laughs> Oh, yes. We want it now, and we don't want to wait. Yeah. That's hurtful, in a sense, because waiting means that true gratification is going to mm-hmm. happen. You're going to... What was the... Sorry, you know what? We're talking about all the winter and the steady and the easiness, and I got all sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> we're relaxed now. <laughs> what were we talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, Fires funny. and <laughs> hot cocoa. <laughs> people to learn to exercise restraint. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really important value to the quick mentality that is so often not helping mm. to get through to the true mm. gratification, what that really looks like. One of the examples that has caused a lot of people pain mm. for instant gratification and a quick fix is one night stands mm. and then they walk away with an STI. Mm. It wasn't something they've developed trust mm. for another person. Mm-hmm. They jumped right in too soon. Perhaps it's not going to be the outcome that way, but it's something that causes pain. Mm. They've made this pleasure for a minute to not have something long-lasting. Mm. Long-lasting relationships are where certainly there's a higher mm. pleasure. Mm-hmm. Delayed gratification for giving up your body for one time. Mm. I think it's really interesting that you mentioned trust there. There's something called the marshmallow test. People maybe have heard of the marshmallow test. It was a really funny test. They had these kids, they put a marshmallow in front of them, and then they said, if you wait till I come back, you'll get two, but only if you don't eat the marshmallow in front of you. And they videotaped at least some of them, and the kids are doing all kinds of things to try to distract themselves from this marshmallow that's sitting in front of them. And some of them made it and some of them didn't. And they made conclusions based on that. But then what was interesting is later they were reevaluating this test, and what they found was that trust was a really big deal for these kids. It seemed that one of the most important factors on whether these kids made it to waiting for the second marshmallow was whether they trusted the person in authority, whether they trusted that they actually would get the second marshmallow. This kind of escaped the researchers initially because, of course, they thought and they knew they would give them a second marshmallow. They didn't think that that trust would be an issue for these kids, but it was. And so it's so important when we think about delaying gratification is, do you believe that you're actually going to get something better if you wait? Do you believe that you actually will be able to find a partner that will love you? You know, when you think about a one-night stand, do you believe that that will actually be better than the one-night stand? And if you don't, if you think, well, this is the best I can do, and I don't believe that that's going to happen for me, and I want something now, then those immediate things become things that make more sense. And so some of this is helping people to trust that there is something that will happen that's good for you if you wait, mm-hmm. uh, and believing that that is actually going to be there for them. And believing if it feels like things haven't happened when mm. you've waited mm-hmm. for them, or perhaps you're even just used to mm-hmm. having things happen very quickly, mm-hmm. that sometimes people are even just used to the pain. 
Mm. They're so used to things being quick, they're not even understanding the principle of delaying their gratification. Mm. They're used to mistakes happening. They're mm -hmm. used to the mm -hmm. part of the car mm. not helping them to run <laughs> the rest of the way. So it's like a giving up, give up mentality mm. that's associated with choosing things quickly because it's a band-aid like you said it doesn't take care of the issue long term no when i say mistakes happen when things are rushed mm. it's really interesting to be able to look at what's the opposite what's the other side so if it's going to hurt you if it's not going to last then the opposite is lasting and healing you mm. yeah it's good for you and mm -hmm. sweet we're not just talking about long-term relationship where when you're committed to someone that you can experience the sweetness mm. of commitment is so precious but even so many other sweet things related to delaying mm. your gratification the sweetness of a really great cooked meal mm. for example versus the fast food <laughs> it takes time it does take time yeah so many things in life that if you take the longer road, if you choose the harder path, it does lead to a better place. And it's hard for people to get themselves to actually do that. And sometimes you need to take small steps to begin to believe that this is a good path. I mean, people come from all kinds of backgrounds. And I mean, if you come from a background where you had to act quickly in order to survive, you had to be in an impulsive place in order to manage the situation, it's going to be hard to believe that, hey, if I do all this training or all of this school or if I work hard at this job for a period of time, that something good will actually come from that. Because maybe it's never happened for you in the past. And so sometimes you need to start small. You need to begin to train yourself that if you work at it, you actually get something good in the end. If you take a risk and put in some effort into something, eventually something good will come from it. And you have to learn that all over again. To choose the harder way mm. it's almost like if you have the easy way right in front of you and that's your instant reaction mm -hmm. rather say oh this is too easy mm. no <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take mm. my time mm. so okay I'm starving I'm going crazy mm. I need the burger <laughs> no yes I'm going to delay this because mm -hmm. what's going to happen at the end, but it's the saying no mm. to yourself mm. when you're so used to saying yes. Mm -hmm. And so, no, I'm going to do it the harder way. Mm -hmm. That's weird. Yes. Who wants to do it the harder way? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there's even, we're talking about trusting other people or trusting the world that it will actually reward you if you wait. There's also trusting yourself, like developing a relationship with yourself where you actually trust yourself to actually make it through. I can do this. I can actually delay this. I can actually be disciplined. I will be honest with myself. I'm not going to tell myself another lie. Like, I'm not going to say to myself, oh, I'll do it tomorrow when I won't. I'm actually going to be honest with myself. I'm actually going to have integrity, an integral relationship with myself. Mm -hmm. And that's something that people will, you know, sometimes people will lie to others and sometimes people will be honest with others but then they'll still lie to themselves and so it's getting to that place where it's like if you're gonna say you're gonna do something you actually do it and that's an interesting relationship to work on with yourself so you're not always lying to yourself wow 
Yeah, the gratification has to do with procrastination. We mm. should write a rap song. <laughs> <laughs> it's so important. There's a relationship there with yourself, obviously. Mm-hmm. This is about being able to recognize the actions are in you. Mm. You have them. And that's what I want to talk about when we come back from our break. Mm. That you can act from something inside you called Mm self-control. Hey there, we're back. We're talking about delayed gratification. And we wanted to jump right into the part about self-control. I made up a word today. Maybe somebody's already made it up because there's so many things being added to the dictionary all the time. But here's one for you. A misreality, that instant satisfaction is a misreality for things that are meant to occur in time. Mm. And for us to be able to help that happen, we need to learn to operate in self-control. Yeah, self-control is something that I think we can learn. And people sometimes don't appreciate that. Like, people will approach self-control like I either have it or I don't or I need to try but oftentimes when I think about helping somebody to develop self-control I'll think about it as problem solving they need to think about the different parts of their life and they need to figure out how to develop self-control in those different areas typically by problem solving how they approach those areas so rather than sitting back and saying okay I need to try harder I'll give you an example One of the things that I'll talk about is like you're getting up in the morning and you want to go for a run, something that can be challenging for many of us, maybe even most people. So let's say you want to go for a run, you wake up and your phone is right there and it's your alarm and then you pick up your phone and you check your social media and then you go to the bathroom and then you go downstairs and you're kind of hungry so you have a snack and then you go back on your phone and then by the time all that's done you're like, well, I don't really want to go for a run. Maybe you even forgot that you were going to go for a run. Versus maybe you put your phone in the kitchen and you use an alarm clock and you wake up in the morning and you put your feet on the ground and you accidentally step on your running shoes that you laid out for yourself that morning and your clothes are right there beside it and you're like well maybe I'll go for a run and he's like okay I guess I'll go for a run it's all right here and you don't have a distraction from your phone and so then you go Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like most people will have self-control or they'll have the same amount of willpower let's say inside and what it's actually about often is finding the way to structure your life to actually help yourself to engage in these things and so when you're looking at your life when you're looking at it I would probably think less about just I'm going to try harder tomorrow to run and think more about setting up your life problem solving your life so that it makes it so that you can run That's awesome. I enjoy that so much that there is a strategy that you can apply related to self-control so that you can experience gratification, Mm. the delayed kind that means Mm -hmm. that it takes some time and it builds up, but it's something you can build into your Mm. life. Building a quality like Mm. self-control as part of your discipline, Mm -hmm. I would first like to say is even a gift. Mm. So Mm -hmm. the idea that came to you for setting your shoes there Mm. Mm -hmm. was an act Mm -hmm. of self-control in a Mm -hmm. sense. So you Mm -hmm. put action to something to control your other impulses that might have led you to something quick. Yes. 
and would have ended up in that hurt. Mm. Instant gratification often leads to long-term hurt because the long-term gratification delaying it leads to more satisfaction and fulfillment. And we see this all the time. I mean, when we're trying to help somebody with an addiction or something, it's like, well, you know, don't have alcohol in your house. You know, like you kind of think about these things that are around people. But it's a humbling thing to think that you can't have alcohol in your house. It's a humbling thing to think that you can't have a phone beside your bed if you want to actually get there. It's like, well, I just want to have more of this. And it's like, well, it's not so much of like, I just need more willpower. It's more of like that, no, and maybe this is a little bit of that grace you're talking about. It's like, I have grace for myself. Like, I'm just a weak human being, <laughs> you know. And I understand that. And I'm going to be okay with that. I'm going to be okay with the fact that I'm a human being who's distracted and impulsive and I'm going to help myself. I'm going to give myself help rather than demanding things for myself. I'm actually going to help myself to be successful, to have that self-control. So I'm actually going to develop that in these problem areas of my life, these things that I want to do. And yeah, rather than having just your boss do it by building an office and creating a distraction-free environment for you to be able to work harder, you can do that for yourself. Wow, yes, you can. And the part about that grace is that you see yourself as valuable, Mm -hmm. that you see yourself as loved. That's what grace is. The creator is love Mm -hmm. and a giver. Mm -hmm. So he gives you his spirit to Mm -hmm. be able to Mm -hmm. have Mm self-control naturally in you Mm -hmm. as a gift you've received when you received Mm. and believed Mm -hmm. that you are loved. Mm -hmm. It's a gift. I know with us, we often talk about the spiritual side of things related to the Bible. Mm -hmm. It talks about the fruit of Mm -hmm. the Spirit Mm -hmm. and that (laughs) one of the fruits is Mm -hmm. self-control. And so then if you receive it and look at it as a gift and then you're able to see yourself as being loved, Yeah, I mean, if, if, if you're in a place where you don't feel worthy, where you feel like you're never going to be able to do this, where you feel like, well, if you're depressed, if you feel down or anxious, it's going to be hard to be in a place where you can invest in yourself, where you can put in that effort, where you can problem solve, where you can believe that this is even possible. So yeah, I mean, one of the fruits of being loved is the ability to change your life, to actually create new realities in your life, to believe, to hope, to problem solve. So if you want to go back a few steps from how am I going to go for a run in the morning, it would be to believe, it would be to have somebody believe in you, it would be to feel hope and meaning in your life. Mm -hmm. Those are the fruits of having that spirit being loved. A lot of that anxiety comes oftentimes from doing things very quickly. Mm. There's this sudden need for Mm. instant. Mm -hmm. Anxiety is triggered like that. The lack of stillness Mm. and Mm -hmm. slowing down is so precious. Mm -hmm. When it comes to delayed, the word, it doesn't mean no Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. stop the action of something towards the goal. It just means taking a little more time. You practice patience. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's nice to think about it less in that frustrated way of like, I don't get this, and more like, I do get this. This is something that's being developed in my life. Mm -hmm. This is something that is being given to me, and that I will be walking in. And one of the things about self-control is that it's a perceived effort thing. So oftentimes, stress is not about what you actually have to do, but it's about how you perceive what you're doing. So if you want to make something easier to do, 
believe that it's easier to do it. One of the ways to do that is actually to enjoy it. If you're in a place where you're frustrated with the difficulty of waiting, you could think about life as being waiting, as enjoying being waiting. And, and that might sound really odd when you first hear it, but I know that in my family, sometimes there's this push to kind of like, no, let's do it later. Let's enjoy looking forward to something. Like, I don't want to do the vacation. I don't want a surprise vacation. I want to have a vacation in six months so that I can look forward to it. And when I put it that way, some of you may connect with that, where it's like, it's nice to have something to look forward to. It's nice to kind of imagine yourself. But what I really said is, I'm going to delay my gratification, and it's actually enjoyable. Mm -hmm. I don't want to just have somebody give me a chocolate and eat it. I want to have it for a little while and think about eating it. I want to enjoy the process of dreaming about it, waiting for it. And you can switch your thinking sometimes from being frustrated about having to work or all these things to actually being like, well, I get to savor this. I get to enjoy the process. That is so cool. Reminds me, I had thought about this earlier when I knew I was preparing for this time together is in other terms, delayed gratification is divinely inspired waiting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, God can be there in that process, right? He's like, he wants us. Like, how much fun would it be in your life if you were just exactly where you wanted to be? It might sound like that's a great thing. You're just there. You're, you have no stories about how you got there. You're, you're just there. But oftentimes when you get somewhere, you realize that you still want to keep going. You still want to develop into something different and you want to keep moving. Life is often about the development. It's not about being in that developed place. It's about being developed. And that's where a lot of our pleasure, our meaning in life, it's developing over time and then having the stories about that development. Oh, this difficult time I went through. Can you believe we were over here? Can you believe we did that? Wasn't that a sweet thing when we were able to make that progress? So... Yeah, just enjoying that, mm -hmm. that divine process that we go through. Savoring. Mm -hmm. Thinking about advice I heard about when you have dessert, mm. that <laughs> instead of shoveling, mm. <laughs> but there was actually some science involved in this too, no. something about how the sugar slowly releasing, <laughs> I can't remember, but there was a benefit, mm. even health-wise to savoring each bite and just enjoying it slowly rather than quickly mm. and training yourself to do that and opening yourself up to slow down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's funny because it is nice to savor. Sometimes, though, it could be funny to watch how you did get through that whole container of ice cream one little tiny scoop at a time <laughs> but I think you're right I completely agree that going into that savoring going slow can lead to more pleasure mm -hmm. but also more health yes health mm -hmm. I think about this Beatles song called Dear Prudence won't you come out to play and yet prudence is a gift mm. Mm -hmm. we are talking a little bit earlier in our break about the simple mm. given that it's a simple mindset. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that's interesting. So simplicity mm -hmm. is part of the wisdom of waiting, of mm. prudence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that sometimes we can make things too complicated. Sometimes we can get too wrapped up in things. And we can begin to believe that things are important when they're not. And so sometimes taking a simpler view of life, realizing what really matters, helps us to put first things first. Sometimes being prudent is about really understanding what's important. Well, this is easy, this is here right now, 
yes, but is it really what's important? Well, it's hard to say no to, yes, but think about what's really important in your life. Okay, well, if I think about what's really important in my life, I actually need to go in this other direction. And so, yes, simplifying your life, clarifying the priorities is a great way to help yourself to be patient, make better decisions, be prudent. Mm -hmm. Making better decisions, that's a beautiful thing that you can do. Mm. <laughs> Some people feel stuck in that lifestyle of quick mm. and easy and yet hard mm -hmm. because it's emotionally draining to mm -hmm. do everything so quickly. It's mm -hmm. not even relaxing. Yeah. It just creates more anxiety. So this simplicity, mm -hmm. ooh, great word. You know, it's interesting. As a therapist, I'm a psychologist, and I see clients, I know that making a decision lowers stress. So that's where, you know, sometimes this quick decisions impulsivity comes into play where people want to lower their stress. They want to make a decision. They don't want to be ambivalent. They don't want to be thinking about these decisions forever, right? However, on the other hand, if people make decisions quickly, they're not as good normally. So one of my goals in therapy is actually to help people to slow down. Mm. You might think, well, you should help them make a decision because it'll reduce their stress. Yes, maybe in the moment, but I want them to make a good decision because then that'll really reduce their stress in the long term. So my goal is actually to help them to have the strength by going through it with them to slow them down, the strength to not make a decision so they can clarify their thinking and make a better decision. Mm -hmm. And I mean, when I think about so many parts of therapy, like suicide prevention, I want to slow you down as you decide to commit suicide. I want you to slow down that process. I can't stop you, but I want you to be able to just endure and tolerate this ambivalence about whether you want to do this or not so that you can clarify your thinking and make a better decision. And usually when people slow down, they do make a better decision. If you prevent somebody, for example, from committing suicide, it's very rare that they will go back and try again. They will thank you and they'll not want to commit suicide again. It was an impulsive decision and if they could tolerate that feeling for long enough, it goes away. And that's like so many things in life. And so if you can help somebody be prudent if you can help them and give them the strength to slow down and tolerate those feelings. That's one way that you can actually help somebody with self-control is by being with them in it. And you can help your friends, help your family to make better decisions that way. I love it. It reminds me of an old song. Slow down when you move too fast. <laughs> Trying to make the morning last now. Kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for love and feeling groovy. <laughs> <laughs> Slow down. I think that's a good word for our show today. Thanks, Cyrus. Thanks, Marianne. Well, that was an honor to get to spend that time with you. Appreciate you tuning in. Please check out more of Dr. Cyrus at maplecrestchurch.ca and at drcyrusdirksen.com. Thanks again, and tune in next time for Bridging the Gap. I'm Marianne Rose. <laughs>